Welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. This podcast episode is actually an IGTV I did with a previous client called Ash, who is incredible. Um, She shared her story of how she got to this point in her business where she knew changes needed to be made. Things felt a little bit out of alignment. She was a kind of income ceiling. She couldn't do any more work and she really wanted to continue growing. And this is the point where we started working together and figuring out what changes she could make. She then went away and made those changes and she actually lost half of her clients based on those changes. But within six weeks, she had built it all back up and she was earning more money than ever and doing less work than ever. And she was also incredibly happy, which you will be, you'll be able to tell through this podcast episode. Um, She is absolutely thriving. And I did it on an IGTV and the response was incredible. People really enjoyed this conversation and found it really useful. So I really wanted to upload this as an episode as well. So do excuse the IGTV audio quality, um, but it's really, really worth a listen. So please do listen because honestly, it's just, it's an incredible conversation. There's so many takeaways and I really think you'll enjoy it. Amazing. So um, my name is Ash. I am an online business manager and project manager, and I work solely with um, business owners, predominantly women, it's turned out, in the um, health and wellness industry. So I'm working with beautiful women who are, um, you know, uh, Chinese medicine practitioners, EFT practitioners. Um, I've got a beautiful author, kinesiologist. So just lovely, amazing single-led businesses. Um, in the health and wellness industry. And I'm operating from Sydney, Australia, but I've got clients in different parts of the world and I absolutely love who I get to work with. I have to say, one of the things that I love about you and your business is that you're just so in love with what you do. Yeah. And you like absolutely <laughs> love your clients. So that I think it's so important, but so many people just kind of miss. Yeah, no, I'm, I feel very, very privileged to get to work with the women that I do in an industry that I respect and love and have benefited from through my own health journey over the years. So it's, it's make, makes a huge difference to, you know, getting up every day and, and working with my clients. Oh my God. Yeah. It's such a difference, isn't it? Getting out of bed and loving what you do compared to getting up and just doing admin for people that you don't even like working with. It's just sure. a completely different situation. So Absolutely. you're in this place now where your business is great and you love what you do. But when we first worked together, and I cannot remember for the life of me when this was, probably like two months ago, three months ago, things were a little bit different then, weren't they? You felt like things needed to change. So I know a lot of people who are going to watch this live and the replay are in that similar situation where they feel like things are okay, but something's not quite right and things need to change, but they've got that fear. So what was it that made you feel like something needed to change and something needed to be different? I think it had been a niggle for a while for me, like even though I was working with beautiful women and I really loved all the, you know, all the work that I was, sorry, all the people I was working with, I realized that some of the work I was doing was not actually lighting me up. I was like 
not re it was I sort of just happened to fall into some of the tasks I was doing and it wasn't particularly what I had my heart set on and um, I was finding myself completely overwhelmed I had like booked myself out within an inch you know like I sort of had like recreated my corporate job in my business I realized like mm -hmm. I had been working insane hours in my full-time job before I started this business and somehow just without even realizing I recreated that by like making myself so booked out that I had no room in my day if something went wrong, if there was tech issues, if I was sick, if I needed some time off, like, and I just was finding myself constantly stressed and constantly like tied to my calendar. Like I would, I would, I have this where I like book out my calendar. I'm like, okay, client A, I'd work on you for a few hours and then client B, but I had it so tightly packed that there was like no turnaround time between clients. Like my mental you know, that mental pull when you're switching from client to client or task to task, like is actually quite draining. And I'd not left myself any time to sort of do that with any ease. And I just, I guess I was waking up and realizing like, one, this isn't making me happy. And two, this isn't sustainable. Like it was coming up to, I think we must've started working together about June. And I was like, it's six months till Christmas. I have no idea how to take a break. Like it was just a lot of things. And I was like, this isn't sustainable. This isn't making me happy and I know I need to make a change, but I just didn't know how. And I was afraid, I guess, to let people down and have some tough conversations. Yeah. And I think this is so common because, you know, you're so used to working in a certain environment, working, you know, eight hour days or whatever, that when you start your own business, you kind of just fall into that same pattern and you're like, right, well, I guess I'll just fill my, my day up and you don't take into consideration, like you say, switching between multiple clients and having to do stuff for yourself and having time to like yeah. eat and just take a walk and, you know, really basic stuff. Well, this was the thing, like I wasn't, you know, I started my business so I could like take lunch breaks on the beach and like exercise and like I wasn't doing any of that. I was just like tied to my desk all the time. And also like that whole idea of um, working on my own business, having time for my own business, that wasn't there. Like I just, I just was focused on client work and every now and then I'd like, you know, check my bank balance or like whip out a social media caption. Like but that, that was so sporadic and there was no structure and I wanted that. So yeah, it was, that was another big factor where I was like, this isn't what I set out to create and I need yeah. to fix it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think it makes it almost harder for you and for people in a similar situation because it's not that business isn't working. It's like business yeah. is going really well and that makes it almost harder to make the change. I think, did you feel that? Oh yeah, for sure. Because like, it's funny, you, you hear about those things that are, um, you know, you see people being like, I'm fully booked and VAs and OBMs who are fully booked. And in my head, I just assumed at the time that everyone meant fully booked the way I meant fully booked. And I never realized like that structure was up to me. What my week of fully booked looked like could look different to someone else's. And so I, I booked myself out and that felt successful. And that felt like, you know, like I was, I was not for want of clients, thankfully, but it just wasn't, it didn't make me happy in the way I thought it would. It's interesting how we label successful because you say that felt successful, but at the same time, I'm sure there were elements of it that didn't feel successful for you. Not at all. No, not at all. And that's what I mean. I was like, this isn't sustainable. And it didn't feel successful because it's not what I set out to create. And I'm one of those people who like started my business with no real plan. I was just like, I'm going to try this thing. 
we'll see how it goes. And so like, I didn't spend any time putting structures in place. I didn't put any thought into like systems or like how people communicated with me or anything like that. So it kind of just got away from me. And yeah, it, it looked successful because I was fully booked, but I actually was like, there was quite a lot of areas where I was unfulfilled and unsatisfied. And I think that was reflecting on my client's work as well to some capacity, which is not what I wanted. So yeah, there was, there was quite a few things that were like red flag, make a change. Yeah. And do you feel like, um, it took you a while to get to the point of making those changes? Cause I know I had so many conversations with people who were in a similar position to what you were in and people were saying, I'm kind of feeling like something needs to change, but I don't think I'm there yet. So did it take you a while? Yeah, it took me months. It took me months. Like I, I sort of had a niggle early on in the year even, and I wasn't even fully booked yet. I was just like, oh, I don't know if things keep going the way they're going. I don't know how this is going to look, but it wasn't until I was like fully booked and tied to my book. So it'd probably been a good four or five months of like just slogging it out and knowing that I needed to make a change before I actually bit the bullet and was like, also like bit the bullet and booked to work with you because I was like, I need some hand holding and like, I just couldn't figure out how to do it on my own. And yeah. so I like outsourced my help a little bit to you, which was amazing. And it's the push that I needed, but yeah, it took me a good, I'd say four or five months to actually be like, yeah, no, I, I need to take action now because this isn't sustainable. So yeah, I totally get it. It takes months. Sometimes it takes months like to, for people, I think maybe not everyone, but for people to go, this is a problem. And now I'm going to take action. There's that like period in between that's messy and you're questioning yourself and you're wondering whether it's worth it or yeah. So it took me a little while. I think sometimes it can take a little bit of time to figure out what the problem is as well. I think sometimes you can get up in the morning and something feels a bit off or something feels a bit out of alignment, but it can take a bit of figuring out to be like, Oh, okay, this is the thing. I think it takes some time to do that. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it's like repeated patterns and repeated issues mm. to get to yeah. the point where you're like, this is it. Yeah. So what changes did you make? So, well, just to give everyone else a recap, we worked together for a, a short period of time. We went through some of the things that were coming up for you, how we could make those better, what changes you could make to kind of get the life that you desired really compared to what you had at the moment. So what changes did you actually go away and make? So um, the first thing I did, which was um, the thing I think that was causing me the most like ick in my business was I streamlined all my communications with my clients because mm -hmm. when I started my business, I sort of had the approach of like to my clients, like what works best for you? Like, do you mm -hmm. want to like email me? Do you want to Voxer me? Do you want to WhatsApp me? Like whatever's comfortable for you. Come around for a cup of tea. Like, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Trying to be a people pleaser. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, if they want to talk to me on like all these different apps, that's fine. Yeah. And after a while, it was like killing my soul a little bit because I was getting like emails, I was getting text messages, I was getting boxes, I was getting WhatsApp. I had one client inboxing me in Inst on my Instagram for stuff. And I was just like, I felt pulled in so many directions. And the other thing that was happening was a lot of my clients, which I fully understand, like some of my clients have you know, go to a full-time job in the day and then work on their business at nighttime. And so they write emails all day and they would prefer to voice note me. So I was getting like voice note after voice note after voice note. And then I'd have to sit there, type out all the voice notes. I couldn't listen to a voice note if I was on a walk because I needed my notes. And like, I'd, I'd get lost, like which voice note was about which task. And it was a disaster. And it was taking up time as well. 
like it was just so time consuming to sit there and listen to everything and if I missed something I had to re-listen to it and I was like okay this is not working and so I wanted to move my clients to slack for a while but um you know again didn't want to put anyone out didn't want to like you know make them get another app but when I did end up making the change it was absolutely fine like half my clients were like yeah I'm on slack for my other job or are you slack for this already so like that was absolutely fine and what it's meant is now I just get everything in an email or slack and for me that works because I need a paper trail like when you're juggling between a few clients it's hard at least for me to remember where I'm up to with things or what someone asked for I love having some sort of paper trail that I can refer to um, and I always have like monthly or bi-weekly meetings with my clients anyway so it's not like we're out of contact and if something urgent comes up and we need to jump on a call I'm available um, but it's just made me work so much smarter than harder like i've just like being able to streamline that co communication has freed up so much time I only check my slack when i'm either working on the client in particular or twice a day just to make sure no one's like sent me a you know emergency message and it's honestly made such a difference to how i feel like when the voxer messages were going off before i get this little like ugh, like this little pang when i'd hear the notification go off just because it was happening so often and I didn't know which client it was for. So yeah, communication streamlining was a huge one. Um, and the other thing I did was um, I brought in some team members, which was huge for me. I um, hired a launch strategist and a copywriter slash website designer because they seemed to be the two biggest needs of my client at the time. And what that meant is when work came in from my clients that I, um, didn't either have capacity for or it wasn't particularly in my wheelhouse. I had people that I could send work to. So that would occasionally free up some hours in my week, which was so hugely helpful. Um, and the third thing I did was raise my prices slightly. So I had been this in business. This makes me so happy. Yeah. Oh my God. This was the thing I was most scared about doing because I'm like, I mean, raising your prices at any point, maybe it's not a big deal for everyone. But for me, I just felt like it was, it's almost like I didn't want to tell my clients that I thought I was worth more like because I was still making mistakes you know like I'm not perfect like I I do a great job and I try really really hard for my clients but like I was still making mistakes and I was like I can't ask for more money while I'm still making mistakes or I can't ask for more money while I'm still learning how to do this thing or whatever but it was coming up to the point where I'm like I'm fully fully booked I'm I felt like I was not really earning money for the reflection of how much effort I was putting in and I'd been in business almost a year, coming up to almost a year. And I was like, no, I think now is when I'm going to make the change. So I upped my prices, not huge. I understand it's significant for some people, but um, not a huge amount, just enough that would, you know, help me out. Also would make me feel comfortable having some team members. I was bringing in more expertise into the business. Um, so yeah, I upped my prices as well. So they were the three things, streamlining communication, bringing in some help and, I think my prices. I think there's so much I could, we could talk about this forever, but with the prices <laughs> thing, I think it's so interesting because you will never be perfect, right? Like we're all human. So if you wait yeah. until you're perfect to up your prices, like you will never up your prices. That's and it. I also think we're our own worst critic. So you're going to pick up on things and be like, oh gosh, I'm not good enough to raise my prices. But at the same, in the same sentence, you're telling me like you knew deep down that you were delivering a service that was worth more. Absolutely. And I knew deep down because I'm behind the scenes with me that I was 
putting in so much effort. Like I just knew the amount of effort and the amount of care I was giving to their business was worth more than what I charged initially. And also I didn't up my prices for everyone. I upped my prices for those who had been with me for a like a certain amount of time. Cause I had some new clients that had started working with me only three or four months earlier, but the people who had been with me a bit longer term also, I felt like started with me when I was still early on in my business and my prices were definitely not what they should have been. But when you're starting out, you know, you sort of pick numbers out of the air and value yourself at certain levels. So yeah, I, I definitely made a conscious choice of who I raised my prices with. And when I did, it, I felt like coming up to one year in business was a nice clean time to, to make that switch. Not saying you have to wait that long, but for me, it just felt like a nice significant time to to make these changes. So I think the big thing that everyone is probably going to want to know, what was your client's reaction when you took these? So you've been thinking about this for ages. You finally are like, yeah, okay, I'm going to make these changes. You send them, did you send them an email? Yeah. So I had, I had spoken to them a few weeks earlier, just being like, Hey, we've got some changes coming up. And then I sent an email all in, in one go. Yeah. And how did that go down? Um, it was a mixed bag. You can be honest. Yeah, it, no, it was a mixed bag. And I, I understand that um, for some people, the price rise was significant. You know, I work with some small businesses and so um, upping the amount I did had an impact. It turned out that um, I lost, so I had eight clients at the time and I lost four of them in the space mm -hmm. of three days. So it was like, mm -hmm. I sent the email and I was like, hey, really exciting. These changes are happening. And then um, whether it was price related or they took the opportunity to go because of other reasons or whatever. Um, yeah, it was, it was a mixed reaction. Some of them were like, great, cool. Just send me the next invoice. And others were not able to meet the new required, like the new sort of structure, I guess. One, it, one person was not really happy with the streamlining of communications, which is fine. It didn't really work for her. Um, but yeah, it was kind of like, I just sent this email and, I felt like I'd blown up my business accidentally just being like, Hey, exciting changes coming. And then just wiped half my clients off my books. And I was like, Oh shit. So yeah, it was, <laughs> it was an interesting mixed bag. And I don't think I'd prepared myself enough for that outcome, which sounds a little naive, but I think I was so in my head about like, this is exciting. Like I convinced myself, this is exciting. I bring in team members. I'm going to work smarter, not harder. Like I'm going to deliver better work because of it that I like convinced myself that probably everyone was on the same train of thought as me. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, it was, it was mixed. It was mixed. And obviously we know now in hindsight that everything happened for a reason and everything's great now, yeah. but I think it's so important to talk about this. And this is why I wanted you to come on because I think with the kind of Instagram thing of everyone having lots of successes and sold out launches and 5k months, 10k months and all of this stuff, we get really swept up in the successes. And then when something goes, you know, what we might perceive as wrong, it's like, yeah. oh my God, I've massively fucked up and I must be doing something wrong because no one else is having the same situation. But I actually think yeah. what you've gone through is really common. Like I've been there, my other clients have been there. And I think it's one of those things that you need to, be aware can happen and be like, do you know what? I'm okay if that happens because this is something my business needs to go through. And I, I'm sure, you know, you'll give me your opinion on this, but I believe that those clients would have left you at some point anyway. So why not do it now and make sure your business is 10 out of 10 now 
rather than wait, you know, another six months, 12 months, however long. Do you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, even saying like, you know, a lot of people don't talk about this stuff happening. I didn't really know about this happening to businesses until I spoke to you and you were like, I made this change and this is what happened. And I had to sort of start from scratch again. And I think having that conversation with you made me feel so much better about, okay, this is what's possible. Like I can see this is what happens and then this is what's possible. And I I do just have a bit of a, I don't know, like this deep down, even though business is scary and I don't trust myself all of the time, I have this like inner knowing that everything's gonna be okay because I won't let it not be okay. Like I won't just lose half my clients and then just, a year down the track be like oh crap i still don't have anyone like i would i knew that i would not let myself sit in there for too long um yeah. absolutely it's like being okay with the idea that that might happen i had to get to that that sort of position before i made these changes and i did come to that quite quickly i think after speaking with you um and in saying that those clients would have left me anyway it's so funny because in hindsight even though fully respect them all and love what they do as their businesses once i was left with the clients i was left with i was like oh okay i didn't realize that i'm left with the ones that i'm really happy with like mm. i i you know the work i was doing the ones i was left with i was like this feels good and so yeah. whether they would have left now or they would have left later or i would have made the decision to leave them at some point i think it all happened in one fell swoop in a really beautiful way that was meant to happen mm. like that so let's just rewind a little bit. You're a couple of days after sending this email out, you've lost half of your clients. What yep. do you do? What, what was your move? Did you sit and cry for a few days? Were you like, I'm just going to get out there and get new clients? Like talk us through that experience. Okay. So yes, I let myself have a little bit of an emotional time because that's just, you know, processing. So I let mm -hmm. myself be all and I sort of like, you know called some friends and called some family and I was like this is what happened holy shit what did I just do and just like verbalized yep. it all and then it got to like the Monday I think this I sent an email on the Friday by Monday I'd lost half my clients and I think it was like about the Monday where I started Monday afternoon I was like it's fine like it's gonna be okay and then I just was like I'm just gonna sit for a while like I've been so busy for the last six eight months with, you know, working weekends, working late nights. I'm just going to let myself have some time off, like have some time off because Australia was in lockdown. Sydney was in lockdown for the last four months. So it actually happened at the most beautiful time because I lost half my income, but I also had no expenses because I was just mm -hmm. at home all the time. Yeah. So it actually aligned really well. So I was like, I'm not particularly in a hurry to replace those clients yet. I just want to sit and think and feel how this feels, what I want to rebuild looks like. So I wasn't in a hurry, like a few weeks then, I think it must've been two or three weeks. And I said to a friend, I was like, I've known for three weeks that I don't have as much money and I'm losing clients and I have not made any effort to go and find new ones. Like I just, I just wanted to just chill for a bit and just see what happened in my head, what came out about what I wanted the future of my business to look like. Mm -hmm. So I took time. I like. I just, I didn't even, I don't know, like I just went for walks. I just like sat with myself. I took, I took longer to do the work I had left to do. Like I didn't, I didn't book out my calendar every day. I kind of spread the work nicely. I implemented this CEO day in my business. I'm like, cool. Now I can have Thursdays. It's just for me. And I'm just going to work on my business. I just kind of made like little changes. And I just thought about what was 
possible. I don't know. I just didn't really hustle to fill those books. And I'm saying I was in a lucky position because not everyone can afford to do that. But I wanted to give the time to this break knowing it might not come around again. You know, it where I like might you not. took care of yourself. I did. And I, it felt like the first time in a really long time. And also, like, I started my business to have a sustainable, healthy business. I've got some health stuff going on. I never intended to book myself out so much that I was burning out. I, it was the first opportunity I'm like, no, I'm just going to enjoy this while I can and just think about what I want the future to look like. So I took that time um, and it ended up being about a month before I got and I had a couple of inquiries in that time that didn't really eventuate to anything, but took about a month before I had someone just pop up and say, hey, can we have a chat? And then the ball got rolling again to fill those spots really mm -hmm. naturally. Um, so I feel very lucky that it worked that way. But yeah, I, I definitely didn't just dive straight back into promoting myself and hustling and trying to get clients. Like for me, it was about taking a step back, reassessing and realigning what I wanted the future to look like and being very specific about who I wanted to work with from here on out as well. Which I think is so important. And I, you know, in an ideal world, we would all get up in the morning and do that every morning, right? And be like, what do I need from the day? What am I going to, how am I going to take care of myself? What's my intention? I think that's like a mini version of what you've done in one go. And I think it's yeah. so important. And if you'd have, you know, lost some clients and then dive straight back in you'd have just been back where you started and oh. i think it's so it just makes so much sense to me that you took that time to just take care of you listen to what you actually wanted and then move forward when you were ready i think that's so key absolutely i can't imagine if i had just dived straight back in what yeah. I, I would have ended up back here and I, I don't think i necessarily would have found the clients i ended up finding i wouldn't have been it had that time to really integrate those new systems that i'd introduced like it was just, I would definitely recommend if you can afford to take the time to not be hustling for new clients, even if it's a little bit of time, um, it definitely helped me with my headspace as well, heading back into, you know, busier work. Yeah. And I would say to anybody watching this, if you don't have the ability to take like a month or a few weeks, just take like yeah. an afternoon, take a morning, take like just be yeah. by yourself, go for a long walk, do what you need to do to be with yourself and just listen to yourself I think that's so key and if that means you can only do an hour every week of that or if it means you can do a half day or just literally 10 minutes in the morning like do what you can yeah. do because yeah. it's so important isn't it oh absolutely the, the most important and I would agree like it doesn't need to be a month lucky me but like it can be an afternoon or you know even giving yourself lunch breaks like maybe everyone does I did like just things like that to carve out some time to really sit with yourself and think about what you want. Yeah, 100%. So where are you now? How are things now? Tell us where where your business is as we, as we are today. It's in a really good place. I'm feeling really happy about my business and probably the happiest I've felt about it for a really long time. Um, so it took about six weeks. Well, it was about six weeks ago, eight weeks ago that I sent that email. It took about six weeks for me to then be fully booked out again, but in a completely different way. So mm -hmm. I've set the hours that I'm happy to work every day. And when I looked for new, well, when new clients came to me, I was very specific about this is how much time I have to offer you. Um, and so now I'm booked out, but with a beautiful, you know, four, four, three and a half day work week with one day that's just for my business on top of that. And it feels really good. I've got room if 
things go wrong with clients, if tech issues happen, if I get unwell, if I want to take a day off, there's room to move now, um, which feels really, really good. And I don't see myself working weekends anymore, which is amazing. Um, and I'm also now, my, my client books are full. I, in the time I lost the, the four clients, I've now replaced those four clients with two clients. Because I upped my rate, it meant that I didn't have to go out and look for four new clients. I've been able to, you know, say yes to two clients who are dream clients. Like it just, I, yeah, they just came out of the woodwork and it's been amazing. And I'm so, so excited to get to work with them. So yeah, my, my days just look a whole lot more easeful and exciting and I love the work I get to do. There's room for me to have time in my week to do self-development, to learn new skills, to do those workshops that I bought that I never got to, you know, all of those kind of things. I really feel like I'm in a position now where my business lights me up. I'm doing good work with people that I admire and respect and it's sustainable. Like I can look to the future and go, okay, this means I can take this much time off at Christmas or this means I can employ this person to help me with this because I've got systems in place and I've got time to keep refining those each week. It's amazing. Like I, I could honestly sit here and get emotional because I'm just thinking back to when we first spoke and I'm like, this is such a change. Obviously there's huge changes in like your business and your life, but in you as a person as well, I feel like you're in a completely different like headspace. Do you feel that? Yeah, 100%. And I don't think I realised how, not that my headspace was super poor, but it was poor by comparison to now. Like I just felt quite defeated, quite negative and um, really lost before. And I, now I'm like, I have clarity. I mean, even having this time, time in my week, but the last month off, I'm like, I can see what the future looks like. I can already like, I've got ideas for like pivoting my business or like expanding my business or what's possible that I didn't even have time to think about before. And I think mm -hmm. that's made a huge, to my enthusiasm showing up in my business as well. Um, yeah, it's, it's a definitely a much, much different place to, to when we first spoke a few months ago. And like, it's just crazy. That's in like six to eight weeks as well. And I think when people are thinking about making business changes, whatever that looks like for them, I think sometimes we struggle to, in, to like imagine it in the future. Cause we think it's going to take, you know, six months, three months, a year or something crazy. It took totally. you like six weeks. Yeah. And when I made those changes, you know how I said before, like I had to accept that it might take me a while to build back up again. I had in yeah. my head, I'm like, okay, at least by January, like I'd accepted that like by January, I, you know, I might have to go through some financial strain in the next few months, but I'm happy to do that if it means, you know, but then it was just like within a few weeks, I was having these amazing conversations with amazing women, getting contracts signed and having stability and it, just the timing. I mean, I, I truly believe in the universe and some divine power because it all has just aligned so perfectly for Sydney coming out of lockdown me having my expenses go back up again. Like, and I think it's because truly because I spent that time just getting really clear with myself and looking after myself that I was able to bring this form of abundance back into my business. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a different headspace. And I'm so glad in hindsight that I went through all of that because at the time it felt utter shit. Like it felt horrible. Um, and I couldn't believe, I just wanted to like 
I don't know. I, I wanted to call you and be like, this is what happened. Um, but I'm so glad in hindsight that it did because I'm now in a much happier position for sure. It's amazing. It's amazing to see. And I'm so glad you told me as well. Like you just, you literally just messaged me the other day and you were like, by the way, I'm working less than ever and earning more money than ever and everything's great. And I was like, oh my God, I love this. Like we need to turn this into some piece of content so people can see it because you were just so casual about it. Um, so let's finish off with what would you say to somebody who is feeling a bit stuck in their business and they're thinking of making some changes, but they're kind of like on the fence, they're a little bit scared, they've got that fear, what would your advice to them be? I think I would just say, number one, go back to the why you started your business in the first place. Like that was one thing I got super, I think I did like a free three-day training of yours within like the first few weeks of me starting my business last year. And one of the things you really encouraged was like the why, like get clear on your why, of why you're starting business. So I would say like, Go back to why you started your business. If it was for flexibility, freedom, more money, whatever it is, go back to the why and then get really honest with yourself, even if it hurts a little bit, about whether you're actually happy. Because I think I convinced myself for a while that I was happy and I actually wasn't. So I would say just go back to your why, get really, really honest about whether this is exactly what you wanted your business to look like and think about whether it's sustainable and go from there because it's like, I'm pretty sure the answers will come to you pretty quickly if you give yourself that time. And I just, I guess about the whole fear thing, at the end of the day, it's your business. You know, it's, it, I, I really struggled to make those changes because I didn't want to let anyone down. But at the end of the day, it's your business. You've got to create it how you want. And you've got to make yourself happy. And I think that should be the prime focus because if you're not happy, your clients won't be happy at the end of the day. So true. and. I just think there's so many positives to take from this and something you said earlier was that you felt like you were almost so busy that the actual client work was kind of declining which is going to happen right it's going to happen when you're overwhelmed and you're overbooked and all of those things and i actually think that sometimes you're doing not just yourself a favor but you're doing your clients a favor too by making these decisions you think you're trying to like protect them but actually you're you're doing something good that's going to benefit everybody yeah i think that's that's definitely a point that I probably should have said before as well. It's like, even though I was putting in all this effort, the strain of being pulled from client to client, having so much on the go all the time, I could see that my work wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. And at the end of the day, that that's, I'm a, I'm a business. Like I, I want to be doing really good work for my clients so that they go and tell other people so that they're happy, so they feel like their investment is worth it. And I, I think that that was starting to slip. And I, it wasn't until I got super, super honest with myself in that time that I was like, okay, this is, this is the impact it's having on my business. And again, this is a long-term problem that I need to fix now. So yeah, that's, that's definitely a big point is, um, I guess that comes down to the honesty with yourself though, and being willing to like deal with a few yucky things that come up for you. hundred percent. This is where it comes into like the strategy, but also the mindset work, isn't it? It's like, oh, you need 100%. both then. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, mindset's been even bigger for me. It's, it's been pivotal, um, in being able to progress. So yeah, absolutely.